Um, and the writing slopes were left and right for you to use and go up to the counter. Manager's office was in the back left-hand corner. And the staff rooms were, well, only room, was at the back. How many staff were there? Um, there would have been um, the manager and the, what they call the accountant, and then two trading bank ledger keepers and one savings bank ledger keeper. That was done at a desk you stood up at because it was all handwritten records in those days. Uh, there was the teller. Um, tellers had to be, well, they were over 25 before they could even look at a job like that. You just didn't get there. Um, and there was a typist um, who also helped on the inquiry counter and made the morning tea. Um, Maureen Bryant was there when I started. As she left to get married, I went to her wedding. She lived at Boundary Road at Mossman Park behind the ropeworks. Um, I remember going to her home with a wedding present just before the wedding, which was the thing you used to do. Anyway, um, and then the next uh, young woman there was Lois Bartholomew, who lived just up the road from me here nowadays, um, in Federal Street. And she went on to be head of the women in WA as the person in staff department who... Um, well, not actually employed young women, but all the female staff. Um, but she was the, the main person in Perth office, so that was quite something. Did their staff tend to be locals? Um, I su yes, uh, the manager lived locally. Um, the teller who was there at my time, he lived um, Mosman Park, Swan Street, I think it was. Um, a couple of the others lived in... Subi Way, yes, and this certainly this side of the river didn't travel that far. The bank didn't really send you from one end of the countryside to the other. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it was better if they had some local knowledge. And you were junior clerk then? Yes, yes, I was the junior in the office. So, um, one of my duties, uh, as I mentioned before, some of my duties was changing the blotting paper on Mondays, uh, filling up the inkwells, changing the nibs. Uh, burning the rubbish in the incinerator in the backyard and cleaning the back pistol on Mondays, which had, was a job that had to be done. Uh, another of the duties was to collect and post the mail. And th that involved a leather bag, a like a Gladstone bag, but it was more like a barrel shape. And that had to be locked to, for to and fro to the post office, which was... Uh, up at the corner of Forest and Railway Streets. It's now the TAPS sensor. They've extended the roof uh, line, but that we used to have to walk around there, and that's where the post office box was as well, where we picked up the mail. At, um, it was, uh, well, of course, a safety issue that someone might rob the bank's mail, but there, we didn't post any money um, from ourselves. That was collected by what we called escort. The big van came around, and like armor guard is now, but it, the bank had their own, and that's how the mo excess money or money we needed was brought into the bank on a fixed day of the week at half past nine in the morning or something like that. 
Um, the first manager I had was called Ron Makar. He lived with his family at Cottesloe, Graham Court off Broome Street. Um, he had a son called Kent and he was in my sister's class at Cottesloe School. Uh, the second manager I had was called John Campbell Pope. Uh, Campbell was a name that all the popes used in that family for sort of handed down from generation. But he was normally John Pope. Campbell was there. He was married to Helen Brisbane, a daughter of Sir Lance and Lady Brisbane. Her sister was Catherine Brisbane, who was a journalist and a theatre critic here in WA, and then moved east and has been on the Australian newspapers critic ever since. She's a very well revered critic in this well, this, this country. Um, there was another sister called Paula Manser. Manser was the married name.